Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more, all covered now on Life Planning 101. It's an Independence Day week edition of Life Planning 101 right here on KETX KWBY. Angela Kennedy Robinson with us, and we're going to talk Social Security this That's morning. right. You asked if it was, you know, anything 4th of July related, and I guess it is government related. Uncle Sam related. Right? <laughs> Uncle Sam related. Yeah. <laughs> so we make a connection there somehow or another, right? Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A very important topic, though. It, it is. is it is. I mean, you've got, you know, 10,000 baby boomers a day that are turning 62 years old and wondering, should I take my benefits? And I tell you probably one of the most common calls we get no matter how much planning and we put out before people is okay I'm 62 do I need to take my benefits now and so you know it got me to thinking I wonder how many people actually do take their benefits at 62 because you know full retirement age for social security is actually 66 right now it fluctuates it, yes, used, to, it, it used to be set in stone 62 was early that's right 65 was full yep and now and it's gone to 66 it. then it goes to 66 in the next month then it goes to you know 67 by the time you goes, and i retire we'll be in our 80s <laughs> that's, <right. laughs> that's exactly right and then um they're gonna make some changes that's inevitable but the system as is right now I found some interesting stats from 2016, which wasn't that long ago, and that's when Social Security was still 66, was full retirement age. So at that time, 56% of men and 62% of women took their Social Security before full retirement age in 2016. Okay, now that's a massive percentage. If you really think about it, that's more than half of all the baby boomers that are taking that. So you're telling me more than half of the baby boomers are not working? Probably not the case at all. Probably not the case. No, and if other statistics like marriage, uh, work, you know, because we are seeing people, okay, and I, I, I did my first plan a couple weeks ago, the couple's 65 years old, we wanna retire in 10 years, 75. Wow, you know, wow. they're just now getting around to their planning because they have never thought about retiring, but they're planning to retire at 75. And we're seeing this more and more, that people are either waiting too long or they just want to keep working because we're younger. We actually are physically younger than we used to be, right? So that work is going longer. And then you have the longevity on top of that. And, you know, if all that's correct, right, if all those other statistics are correct, most of these early takers are actually going to lose out in the long run, believe it or not. And that's a tough one to swallow. And I have a little story to kind of start us off. You know, uh, I guess it was probably four or five years ago, we had a client pass away, dear, dear friend of ours. I enjoyed the heck out of him. And he had battled with some dementia and cancer and about everything you can possibly imagine and put his wife through the reamer and she had breast cancer during the midst of all this too. And it was horrible. And before we knew it, she had started taking her social security at 62 right away and didn't even 
call us, didn't even ask, nothing. She just said, well, I don't plan to live, live very long, so I'm taking my Social Security at 62, right? Well, she has been a homemaker her whole life. And so her benefit was half of her husband's benefit right so it was it was not the full her own full benefit that she could enjoy and she just had counted on you know when he passes i'll be able to step up and get his full benefit well wrong he did pass away and because she took hers early and this is a little known fact she was penalized on his amount oh Oh, is right. And it's at a rate of 8% a year. Okay. So between 62 and 66, that's four years. That's 32% penalty. 32% penalty. A third okay. of it. All right, yeah, I mean. exactly. So if you, I mean, if you think about, if you had a thousand dollar benefit, that's going to go down, you know, what is, oh my gosh, you're going to test my math, be, uh, 680, <laughs> yeah, $680, $1,000 benefit now just went to 680 a $2,000 benefit now just went to 1360 right? Right. Think about that. That's that, huge. It was huge, and she was devastated by it. She did not realize, she did not know, oh my gosh, why did I do this early? And I think, I really think this could be an epidemic of financial tightening in in the baby boomers you know we we always talk about what could be that next bubble what could be the problem that we're going to have with our economy well you think about the two major spending groups in this this country the baby boomers and the millennials right and let's just imagine that you tighten all of the baby boomers spending by not just losing one social security check losing more than one social security check a social security check and a third of another one that's right how is that going to feel on the pocketbooks of those baby boomers what's that going to do right. you know as a exponential effect right and that's that's huge and we don't we don't think about those things so you know the today's topic what i thought we'd do is just when should i take social security because i think this is the the question that everybody has on their mind and trust me i know you've already got in your head all these excuses of why you need to take social security early we're going to talk about all those today and we're going to go through them because i've heard them and (laughs) and it's good to know what you're actually facing because there is not not a risk in any decision that you choose and you have to realize that and that's fine if you want to take that risk but don't you want to know what they are before you actually just pull the trigger yes absolutely right here when we come back on life planning 101 segment two of life planning 101 talking about when you should take your social security yeah isn't that the million dollar question right well if you give me the time of death that you know is going to (laughs) happen Yes, it is. It's a variables, right? And I think, um, you know, that's why I I always think of that movie with Jerry Maguire, you know, show me the money. You know, people turn 62 and that's the first thought in their head. Show me the money. I got to have the money because if I don't have the money, one of two things is going to happen. I'm going to die and I'm not going to get to take advantage of Social Security. And I paid into that dang system for how many years and I better be able to get something out of it. How many of us have that attitude, right? Or... The government what are they going to do we all know that the government's bankrupt we all know that there's major issues in washington dc and it's no secret that social security and medicare are both at risk of running out of money and they got to do something so what are they going to do right and and i think these are looming thoughts in everybody's head and i do believe that's why people you know 
take it. Okay, that 56% of men and 62% of women in 2016 that filed early didn't even wait till their full retirement age to get their Social Security checks. So what about those things? Well, we're going to talk about those things, but I want you to first consider some other things because we may look at those two fears and they fear us into taking an action, right? right. <laughs> but is it necessarily the right thing, right? And we just talked about before the break about a story about a lady that we actually witnessed not even get her husband's full retirement check because she took her benefits early. And that's often um, an issue that we see, I, I've dealt with two this year that we're struggling with, and, and they want the extra cash flow. They're saying, okay, well, I really want to go do this, or I really want to go do this. Why can't I just take my benefits early? And both of them were homemakers, you know, not a big deal. It's not that much, right? It's not that much. Well, the problem is husband dies then we're really in trouble. Then we've really tightened cash flow. So you better make sure that your financial plan can support that because not only have you not take, by the way, okay, if you take yours at 62, you're really only getting about a little over 30% of your spouse's benefit if right. you file on theirs, right? Not, not half, okay, because you're discounted 8% a year. So that's four years, 32%, right? And then, so you think 32% discount on 50%, that's, that's a pretty big percentage, right? Okay. Secondly, just like we talked about before the break, your spouse dies, you think you get their check. Uh, wrong. 32% less than what their check is. So, you know, that's devastating in itself. Okay. You know, the other thing to think about is when Social Security, when was that? November 15, 2015, I think when they changed laws on us overnight. Remember, we were able to do all these fun little strategies and maximize your Social Security. And we talked about it on the radio show several times because it's fun, <laughs> right? There was ways to just get more money out of the system. They closed a bunch of those loopholes. Well, there's still one basically open for those people that were born before January 2nd, 1954. So they're not even full retirement age yet. Think about that. Right. Okay. So these people, if you're born before that date, then you can still file restricted on your spouse. You can still do some of these loopholes to maximize that social security check. So don't just take it thinking that's the only option that I have. There's other options that you can do to be able to maximize your social security. You know, one of them is file restricted on your spouse and then let your benefit accrue. And then when you turn it over to yours, boom, you get that 8% step up each year. Each year. Yeah. It's pretty big, right? That's huge. So 8%. That's, that's exactly right. If you're divorced, definitely do some planning. Lots of people think, well, I'm single. What does it matter? <laughs> no, no, no. In fact, lady right now we're working with, she's, her parents have been clients of ours since the early 90s. And we're having the pleasure of being able to do her plan. And apparently her and her ex-husband are not on great relations. And so we're asking all this information on her ex-husband. I told you I don't want to do anything with him. Da, 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 da. Well, I'm sorry, but if his benefit is twice your benefit <laughs> with Social Security, we may want to be able to do some planning. And you can because they left a lot of loopholes open for divorcees for widows as well. So, you know, make sure that you know what your options are before you just go and file because you may be losing out on a lot of money when it comes to that. Number two is Uncle Sam, all right? Here we are, 4th of July week. Okay, so here we go. I'll, I'll give you some 4th of Thank July. You. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and by Uncle Sam, I mean 
the IRS, right? Yes. Okay, so with your Social Security, if you take it early and you're still working, you get penalized for earning so much money. They can actually take 50 cents of every dollar that you earn over a certain amount, and it's not much. I didn't bring it with me, but it's like 13 grand is all you can earn in one year, okay? So you're telling me that 56% of men and 62% of women that are baby boomers are not earning that? Right. Under 66 years old? Absolutely not. I seriously doubt that, right? So I bet they had a a very nasty little surprise when it came tax time, right? Because they weren't actually able to get what they thought they were going to get. So not only do you lose that 50%, but then on top of that, and this is for anybody taking Social Security, doesn't matter if you're 80, doesn't matter if you take it early, whatever, you can be taxed on up to 80% of your benefit. It's almost like double taxation. It is. It is triple if you really think about it so i mean if you get the penalty and then you're taxed on 80 percent of that well some of your benefit you're only receiving 10 percent on the dollar 10 cents on the dollar that'd mean a hundred dollars out of a thousand dollars if you want to put that into real money it's not worth working for no it's not worth filing early what what are you doing with it right what is the goal with it just to be able to have some extra spending cash and then you actually hurt the next 20 30 years of your retirement how's that gonna work it's probably not worth that at all no but we don't think of it that way show me the money right we're always fearful what are our fears like we talked about or dying early and you know what and i do think you know we hit that period in life that we end up with some kind of illness or someone close to us ends up with some kind of illness and we have a wake-up call my gosh i may only have this many years left right or what if something happens to me and it's the first wake-up call we've ever had in our life and it happens in our 60s so we feel like we got to take it because if we don't take it we're gonna lose it or Maybe the government is going to take it away from us and not give us that that opportunity. Those are two things we're going to address when we come back right here on Life Planning 101. Final segment already, Life Planning 101 on this Independence Day week. Angela? Yes. When do I take Social Security? That's the question. Yes. It is the million-dollar question, literally, because some people could end up receiving a million dollars of Social Security over their life. Right. Yeah easily okay with life expectancy what it is today so we've been talking about these two fears that i think people have and we need to address them we need to put them at bay and remember what they are for what they are and then you can make a decision based on those it doesn't mean that that doesn't mean it needs to be you but first before you do that make sure you go to our twitter poll and make sure you've had a social security analysis if you haven't let us know because you need to get one you need to know particular to your situation like i said if you've been divorced you have your second marriage you've got a a widow your spouse has been working not working everybody's benefits are different there's i mean there's no two alike i've never seen two alike and that's what's important is most people just go on a whim and think i'm doing the best thing well you might not be maximizing your social security and so let's talk about these first two fears let's talk about the government first because i think this is a big one we know medicare is going to run out of money we, i mean we said it right here on this show right we know social security is not far behind that well what are they going to do 
Well, let's just ask a question. Do you think that either party would ever get reelected if they just stopped Social Security altogether? There would be a total mutiny. Yes, it would. <laughs> it would. The party would be gone. It'd be political suicide. Absolutely. So it's not going to happen that way. It, it can't happen that way. In fact, when they tighten these benefits, I mean, we're like I said, we're still dealing with it. That was October 15. Here we are three years later, and we've got people that don't reach full retirement age at 1954, so help me out here. So they're 64, so two more years. Right. So it took that long to get rid of a loophole. Okay, a loophole. They're not just going to shut off that light switch, especially if you're already taking those benefits. Okay, I do believe what will happen is the people that are younger than 50 today need to really be planning without Social Security. And then not for the reason that they're going to take it away. You may receive it later, like you said, when we're, when we're 80, right? So they may lengthen the time, right? But another thing that they're going to do is right now, I mentioned in the last segment that they can tax up to 80% of your Social Security benefit. I think they'll tax more. I think it'll be 100%. I don't think you'll have these little thresholds because you can actually golly the calculation they never make anything easy the calculation to figure out how much of your social security is taxable there's nothing else like it in the tax code you have to do this special little equation that takes special little time just to figure out how much of your social security is going to be taxed it's ridiculous no wonder accountants have software okay (laughs) this is exactly right so I think that'll go away. I think they'll just tax it like all the rest of your income. Just ordinary yeah. income. Yeah, so they're going to tax it back away for you to pay for it, you know. So I do believe that's what we're going to have happen. So does that mean that you should, should it warrant you filing for your benefits early just for that? Absolutely not. Okay. Okay. Now, let's address this other thing, death. And it's not a fun thing to address. And no one likes to talk about it. And no matter what I say, if you think you're going to die in the next two years, then you're going to think you're going to die in the next two years. And you're going to do what you're going to do, right? Um, but I do want you to think about healthcare systems. And I do want you to think about technology. And I want you to think about where we are today compared to your parents, okay? How long did your parents live? you're probably going to live longer than they did by five to 10 years. Yeah, well, yeah, Terry, you might, <laughs> woo, I don't know if I can do radio shows that long. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but you know, the, the reality is, is that you are probably going to live longer than your parents did. You know, if, you, if your parents died of heart conditions, my gosh, you can get life insurance on someone that had a heart attack five years ago now. Life insurance. Think about that. It used to be once you had a heart attack, you were done. That is exactly right. 20 years ago. Cancer. Doesn't matter. It depends on the type of cancer and the degree of cancer. You can get life insurance. Hello? That means that they're fixing these things that used to not be fixable. Right. Okay? So doesn't mean you're going to have necessarily a quality of life if you don't take care of yourself. But you're probably going to live longer. You know, then you can look it up. Google it. What's my life expectancy? There's some great websites out there to go to and look at. And one of the first questions they ask if you're married. And we talk about this all the time. That is going to be nothing for you to live into your 80s. Nothing. Late 80s. Okay? And just so you know, I pulled this up on a little single person this morning. I was reading. They had a little, you know, one of those 
things on a social security benefit that this is colleen it's an example she's 62 years old and at 62 if she took her benefits she could get one thousand four hundred and sixty seven dollars if she waited to full retirement age which is 66 and four months for her she'd get two thousand dollars if she waited to 70 she'd get two thousand five hundred and eighty seven dollars so between 62 and 70 her benefit increased 76 percent okay now i kind of live in the investment world that's pretty good i'm just saying (laughs) okay so especially when it's um guaranteed by the government yeah pretty good deal all right and then if she lives to age 89, which is her life expectancy, guess what? Her benefits are going to be higher by 24% compared to those, her total benefit, compared to those that she claimed at 62. Another one quarter over. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. I mean, especially when you're talking about 2500 bucks a month. Okay, that's huge amounts of money. So, you know, don't just take it on a whim that this is what needs to happen. Right. So what are your odds? You know, here, here's the deal. Potentially hurting your spouse versus being taxed more in the future. So government taxing you more or hurting your spouse, which one is worth it? You ask yourself. Right. Or receiving only 10 percent of your benefit versus being taxed more in the future. Right. (laughs) And then. You know, we've yet to run an analysis, by the way, where when we do the taxes on it, that it actually makes more sense not to pay more taxes in the future because you can always do planning. You can always do tax planning. You can get around that, right? Government gives you all kinds of loopholes in the tax code, but they've tightened the ones on Social Security. So they are what they are. So I do want everybody to remember, and I've said this throughout the show, is Social Security is so unique for everybody. You can't just take it and believe just because my neighbor did this, I need to do this. One size does not fit all. No. It does not fit all. We used to calculate this stuff by hand. Thank God companies have come out with software to do it because it really, I mean, it runs you through about about a thousand different scenarios if you're married on what you can do with your social security tells you how to maximize it puts a little star and it tells you the exact amount of dollars you'll lose and by the way a lot of people tell me well i'm going to take it early and reinvest that amount between now and full retirement age do you know how often that actually happens not very um i haven't seen it (laughs) have not seen it (laughs) i would love to tell you that i have so you know if you're thinking that get real you know tell yourself the truth progress starts by telling yourself the truth right so it's very important to remember that And, you know, it doesn't take long for you to catch up to that 8% bump per year when you're an early filer. Think about that. You know, if you wait, you get an 8% bump each year in that check. So if you don't need it, there will be a day that you do need that extra 8%. And you need to think about that. Or your spouse may need that extra 8%. So make sure that you do that. And, you know, the bottom line of all of this is don't take social security on a whim or assumption don't take it early because you have a fear make sure you know your facts for the sake of your pocketbook and for the sake of your tax return and for the sake of your family last but not least right so with that want to wish everyone a happy fourth of july happy independence day god bless america um, and God bless you. My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services. I'm here every week, Life Planning 101. Don't want to miss out. 
Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.